up, ladies and germs? How y'all doing? This is your man, Ron G, in the building, waiting on Kurt and Brandon to join us for another episode of the world's most dangerous podcast, the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. Hope you guys had a great day. Hope you guys have had a great week. Hope you and your family enjoyed Halloween. I hope you fan, uh, your, your fans. <laughs> well, I hope you got fans too, but um, I hope that you and your family and, uh, got a shit ton of candy um, and uh, everybody was safe, sane, and happy. Uh, myself, I've, uh, I've had a pretty decent week, and uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. Right now, I want to say welcome, Kurt. How you doing, man? You there, Kurt? <laughs> it never fails, ladies and gentlemen. We got good, good shit here. Um, Kurt, you with us now? I can't even see uh, on my end, Kurt, your mic is lit up. But I don't see that you're talking at all. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, he is here. I can assure you of that. <laughs> so this week, folks, we got a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to be uh, returning to uh, this week in wrestling history once again uh, for this week. And uh, quite a bit to cover there. Uh, we're going to be talking about Ric Flair signing with AEW. And uh, kind of speculate on what that means, what that might look like, and give our personal opinions on the matter. Uh, we'll also be revealing our pre-Crown Jewel predictions for each match, um, as we normally do for the uh, for the big shows. I refuse to call them PLEs, premium live events. Um, they are excuse to me, even though we don't pay for them. Uh, in addition to that, we're going to be talking about um, who won... The prediction war this week. We have a first uh, in our prediction war uh, this week. Um, and we'll about that later on. Hey, 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 you ain't got to interrupt me like that now. <laughs> I'm just my bad. Kidding. I'm just not, no, I'm just not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, then we're also going to, we're going to end up the show uh, with a reminder of what we've got coming up towards uh, the end of the year here with the show, with some of the changes that we're going to be instituting, some of the things we're going to be doing um, a little bit later on this month into next month and January. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to try this one more time. Kurt, how you doing, man? Well, apparently he's beating the shit out of his microphone right now. Um, as as Kurt tries to work through whatever technical technical difficulties he's got going on, Brandon, how are you, man? I'm doing all right. I just um, <clears throat> I just popped a billy and I um, damn near choked to death right before I got home. <laughs> damn, <that ain> <clears throat> you know how sometimes, not sometimes, if you buy you know something to drink yeah. and if you don't let it sit for a couple minutes or whatever it is. You know, do that thing where it like to fizz up before it come out. And so I was trying to catch it and it went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> so that, that's why I was clearing my throat because I'm still trying to recover. <laughs> Man, I, well, other than I, but yeah, go, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I was I was just about to say, you know, um, you know, I I had a pretty good day today. You know, y'all. <laughs> 
As y'all know, Friday, I was not with the shits. But that's another discussion for another day. Today was a good day. So, hey man, take, take there the it is. victories when you get them. And if you had a good day today, that's the victory. Shit, fuck yep. everything else. <laughs> Goddamn right. Yeah, man. Cause I, I tell you, when I tell you yesterday, I didn't do a damn thing yesterday. Nothing. Hey, and I think that's just, that just, that just what the doctor ordered. I have to force myself to do that sometimes. So, but yeah. Hey, man, nothing wrong with and, you. Nothing wrong and no, Kurt, we cannot hear you. No, sir. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Um, just asking is your to make sure your uh, your phone volume is turned up because um, whatever you're bumping on there, we hear that. Um, I don't hear that either. Oh, I hear it in my end. Where's it? No, that ain't my end. It oh. might be me. Oh, okay, that might might be. Because I got this, I got this Yeti, and this damn Yeti picks up everything. <laughs> uh, like I can, I, I could bump air, and it'll pick that up. Yeah. yeah. To, to give you a, a piece of advice with the Yeti, since I found that out myself when I first started using it, um, if you have another table to set the Yeti on that's close enough to you and can pick you up pretty well, try that and get a uh, uh, microphone cover. Okay. Um, that'll that'll help a lot. So. Okay. Nope, take it. All right. Yeah. Um, but my week, man... Um, I had a bit of a of a tough week myself, Brandon, um, and I, I don't mind going into uh, you know this isn't a shot at you at all. It's just something I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, I, I don't mind talking about mine. I um, <clears throat> I've had over the years, over the course of my life, actually, I've had a really bad habit of hearing say maybe, um, well, you saw how I responded to you Friday night, right? Yeah. Okay. A lot of times I've, I've had to train myself in recent years to kind of to slow down with that, because if I'm not careful, I'll take other people's problems on as my own and right. I, I'll start feeling bad. And, it, and that's not a bad quality to have necessarily. But when it when it brings you down as an individual, then it becomes a problem. Right. Um, and with everything that's going on in the world right now, man, and I'm not going to get into any political talk or anything or, or anything like that, but I'll just say with everything that's going on, um, we had another mass shooting this past week, um, the, the war over in uh, <coughs> Israel between Israel and Hamas, all of that shit just, just rolled together. I, I felt like, I, I just felt like it, it's just this shit just ain't worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't mean that as bleak as it sounds. I'm, uh, yeah. I, I want to assure you, Kurt and everybody else that I was in no danger of harming myself or I wasn't wanting to check out or anything like that. It's just that I, I, I fell into the trap that I've done over the past several years and course of my life and took on those problems and wanted to fix everything. Well, look, I, I can't fix fucking foreign diplomacy in another country. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I did the one thing I will say where, where therapy has, has helped me greatly. I caught myself, I realized what I was doing and I put a stop to it. Um, I, I pulled myself out of that train of thought and, and use whatever tools I've learned <clears throat> in the past few years to, to put that at bay. I still had kind of a, a down day the couple of days after that, but Friday I started to feel all right. Right. Until, uh oh. I just heard a real bad echo there. I don't hear it now. That's Kurt. Okay. Y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, we can hear you. 
We hear you. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show, Kurt. Hey, welcome back, man. God damn. What an intro. Hey, no, you know what? Exactly how what Kurt is saying right now, that's exactly what I was saying at the end of that Falcons game. We can get to that in a minute. Yeah, Go we, ahead and see, bro. We're definitely going to get to that because you two are peas in a pod right now from what I saw. Oh, my God. But going back to what I was saying, um, I was doing fine Friday until I got up and I checked my bank account. For those of you that don't know, um, to to let you into a little bit of my personal life, um, I am working on uh, some things right now, and I'm currently on a leave of absence from my job, paid leave of absence, no disciplinary stuff, no loss, nothing shady or, or salacious or anything like that going on. I'm just on a leave of absence right now. And I'm supposed to still get paid on the dates that we're supposed to get paid. Well, I, I look Friday and there's no deposit. And I'm I'm like, okay, let's let's make a few phone calls and find out what the hell is going on here. I make those phone calls, I find out what's going on, and individuals that were supposed to supply certain information have not supplied that information and they've been sitting on it for at least a month now. Because I, Damn. you guys, you two know me personally. Y'all know how long I started, how long back, how far back I started this. They still yeah. hadn't sent the information in, so I got wow. on some people's asses Friday. I bet you did. So I found out Monday that um, everybody received everything they needed. The problem now is I can't get paid until that's been gone through and approved and all that stuff. Um, which will hopefully be within the, you know, <clears throat> my next pay period is a couple of weeks from now. So hopefully it'll all be situated by then. The problem with that is I don't get back pay. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of fuck like Chuck right now. Um, yeah. And, and they won't put all of it together. Say what now? They won't put all of it together. No. no wow. I, and I'll, I'll explain that to you guys off here. Um, okay. okay. All right. That's bull, but no, nah, I'm I'm sorry. That's, That's bullshit. bullshit. Say what? That's bullshit. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I I made my feelings of that variety known to the individuals that didn't send in the paperwork. Um, but I mean, even then, I didn't get too lost in that. Um, all my bills are paid. Um, every I got food, and I'm good. I'm in no danger of being kicked out. Having my car repossessed, all of that. I'm good. I'm just a little slim right now, um, and and a little pissed off until all this shit gets uh, gets sorted. So yeah. that was my yeah. week. <laughs> oh, and then um, I want to ask you guys to and and the listeners to please keep my dad, and my stepmom, in your thoughts and prayers because, um, and it may seem silly to some people, not to me, um, but they lost a, a pet of theirs, a dog named Scruffy that they've had <coughs> for approximately fifteen years. Oh, he's definitely family. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He passed away uh, Thursday night. Uh, my son and I went over to their house uh, on Friday and uh, and buried him for him because neither neither one of them are in the emotional state or the physical state right now to be digging a grave. Um, so yeah. we did that for them. So keep them in your thoughts and prayers right now. My dad called me today and and told me how much it meant to him that that my my son and I did that for him. My son did most of the work. Um, I found out that at forty seven. Digging and, and slinging, I'm mad at it. 
I am either too old for that shit now or horribly out of shape. And, and truth is, it's probably a combination of both. But yeah, yeah, young man had to get in there and do that, that most of that work for me. And I hell no. Um, but otherwise, outside of that, believe it or not, it was it was a decent weekend. Um, I I do have plans um, also of of going on and. What the hell is that? I have no idea. I do have... I need to shut? Do I need to shut the window? Probably so. Damn. Yeah, because right. <laughs> whatever that is, I'm hearing it. I'm like, all right, now. Hey. all right now, who's got the sex toys on? No, no, absolutely not. That didn't even wait. But no, absolutely I've not. I also made the decision to go on another cruise, man. I'm I'm hitting up the Bahamas again uh, next year with a friend of mine, my son, and uh, my middle niece. Um, we nailed down the dates today. Um, so it's just a matter of getting it booked and getting it paid for. So hopefully I'll be seeing the Bahamas this time next year. Cool. Let me know when you're going. Okay, I'll let you know. Um, yeah, let me know too, cause I know next year I'm trying to travel and get the hell out of Georgia as much as I can. <laughs> Ain't cause I didn't get to do, that, I didn't get to do shit this year. Look, man. I didn't get to do, I did not get to do, I didn't get to do a damn thing this year. So. Yeah, well, I said, I said, I guess I make. I said, we, you know, I got, you know, we got the end of this year because we're doing something for Christmas or whatever. But I said, next year, getting the hell out of here. Hill Club is in the building. I didn't see that for some reason. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? But yeah, man, you you got to get up and get out and get away from things, man. The person this the the friend of mine that's going with me, um, and I'm not mentioning their name uh, purposely because I'm not sure if they want their name out there, but. They haven't had a chance to travel like that. They haven't had a chance to experience things. They've never been out of the country. Um, wow. Have only mm-hmm. been to – and look, I, I realize, you know, there are a lot of people in this country that haven't had that opportunity. But they haven't had a chance to go to other states a whole lot. I think they've only been to one or two states, that, and those are right here near Georgia. And I was like, look, man, we, we got to change this. Because they've been through a lot over the last, I'll say, five years. They've been through a <clears> hell of a lot, um, overcoming some some very hard obstacles in life. And, fuck, man, they deserve a break. And so I talked to them, and I was like, it's not as expensive as you might think. I can give you some numbers, and we'll talk about doing this. Right. So we, we got that, you know, set aside <clears> what we're going to do. They agreed to it, so. With that, with that being yeah. said, Kurt, how are you doing now that we can hear you? I'm doing a lot better because I was about to get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on, but that, that was not happening. But I'm here now, so All right, thank man. God. So you had to had to work yesterday. How was that going? Um, we just been real busy. Holidays coming up. You know, Amazon is one of our yeah. biggest customers, so oh, I got to yeah. make sure that all that is in place before I leave. Because my plan is to be off the month of December. It oh. might be a delay by a week because I had to hire um, a supervisor. Okay. She'll be in place uh, not this week but next week. Cool. So that'll give me a month to get her, to work with her, you know, to um, day by day to make sure when I do leave, she'll have everything that she needs. And then if they, they can call me, you know, if they need anything. But I got to make sure everything is in order before I leave. Well, good, man, good. I, I so it was a long, long work. week. Man. I've been getting up at 4.30, trying to get there at 6 o'clock in the morning. 
because it it takes me an hour to get to work every day. Damn it. Well, I ain't that, I'm about to say, I ain't that far behind. You take me about forty five minutes to get to work every day. Yes, I ain't that far behind you. So seventy miles from each way, so one hundred and forty miles a day. God damn, that's a lot of gas, boy. I thought mine was was bad at almost seventy round trip a day. Hey, but uh, going back to uh, Kurt, will know who, who I'm talking about um, when I t- when I mentioned the company. Well, I'm not gonna mention the company. Back when I uh, several years ago. I worked for a company, and um, the guy was driving from uh, Pine Mountain, Georgia, to right over there by Kurt, right over there by South Cargo, every day. Oh, hmm. I mean, he would drive in every day and drive home every day. Folks, in case you don't know, Pine Mountain, Georgia, is about two exits away from Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Literally. I did not know that. Oh yeah, I, yeah, Pine Mountain. Yep. Pine, Pine hey, Mountain. I didn't know that, Ron. Yeah, man, Pine Mountain is is like nah, cause I know that. Yeah, cause I know that. I know that route from you know them trips I done took to Destin or whatever. So I didn't pass it a few times. So yeah. Yeah, man, and I've been down there a couple of times to the uh, that animal safari. Kurt, your kids might enjoy that. Um, there's a there's no, a- they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Is that is that that one? Is that that one where the animals can go and poke their head in the car? Yeah. No, they're not. Okay. No, they're not. I'll Look, stick, I'll they're not from they're they're not they're not from the swats like we are, but they have that in them. <laughs> Absolutely my not. My <laughs> hey, I'll put it like this: I grew up. I'm used to prostitutes coming up to the car, so but I look, can deal with a giraffe. <laughs> we hey, we was we was around the corner from them. No, I, I, no, okay, hell no, I ain't going. Man, let me, I, I've been invited. I've been invited to go to that a few times. I'm not going. Absolutely not. You. Me and some partners of mine went to to run and shoot one day, and we're at the intersection. And because folks is that's not from Atlanta, y'all won't y'all. I ain't heard that name twenty years. (laughs) But we were going to run and shoot, and we were at the intersection of Cleveland Avenue and Stewart Avenue, Metropolitan. Damn, for those new ATLians in in the hood. Um, Sir, we were at that intersection. I I was driving. I think it was. I think that's when I had my my seventy nine Cutlass sitting at the light. A lady walks up and opens the door and tries to get in with us talking about let's go party. And my friend to Corey, oh, sorry, Corey, didn't mean to mention your name out there, but um, he had to push her out of the car. I'm like, damn it, man, shit must be hard out here. They're getting aggressive. Yeah, they still over there, too. <laughs> you heard me? Say what? They still over there, too. I can imagine. Really? Yeah, they still over there. <laughs> You, you you look now you now they ain't, they ain't out there all day. Well, I don't like that no more. But you go out there at the right time of night, see all kind of creatures out there. Wow, <laughs> Man, I, I remember who said. Wow, I thought those days were No, you no, nah, you go out there, you go out there at the right, you go out there on the right day at the right time of night. It's all kind, all kind, it's, it's all kind of creatures out there. Man, I, yeah. I remember when they first started talking about bringing the Olympics here for for '96, uh, and they were talking about changing things around. I'm like, they think changing the name to Metropolitan is going to change some shit. Yeah. Like, the, the motel I'm old is enough. still there. Yeah, I'm, still, I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to remember Stewart Avenue. Yeah. I didn't remember. Now, I, I can't recall. I couldn't tell you when they changed it to Metropolitan, but I'm old enough to remember Stewart Avenue and, you know, Bankhead. Bankhead is Hollywood Parkway now. I'm like, no, nah, it's still Bankhead. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. where the blue flame right off the exit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I... Hey man, you know. uh, the city of Atlanta. Uh, you mentioned Bankhead. The city of Atlanta has bought that that 
property over there and is supposed to be supposed to be investing like several hundred million dollars into that yeah into that, uh property. i can't believe it uh, yeah we'll, it's gonna be we'll it's, it's, what, it's we'll all see who gets those houses when that's done right it's all it's all gentrified it's all gentrified exactly. now like all the mold like all the, all the old streets um um simpson road is what i think joseph e boone i think and yeah joseph e. and ash uh, <clears throat> Uh, Joseph E. Larry, and I think Ashby Street is Joseph E. Boone now, whatever. And they taking all them, but you go if you you drive around, it's still little pockets or whatever. It's still it's 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 still what it was back in the back in the day. So I don't. It ain't I don't changed. Know what made me do it? But um, I looked up the house that I lived in in Lakewood um, before we moved to where where I went to high school, and the house in Lakewood. It looked totally different outside. So it, it was on one of the real estate sites. I can't remember which, but I looked at the inside of that bitch. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know if y'all saw the post, but I made the post that, that they got to stop doing this shit. I'm going to lose my street cred. Because that house <laughs> don't look like it's in Atlanta. That house looks like it's somewhere in Buckhead on the inside. Yeah, that's what they're doing, man. Cause I, remember, I remember when they came... Um, Right before my grandmother passed, like, and I always say, you know, God, you know, God is real. Cause I, I always kind of figured she knew when shit was getting ready to happen, and yeah. she got the hell on. But I remember when they was coming around on her block where she had her old house in, and they was buying up all them houses. And you ride through there now, yeah. that block is a whole lot nicer. And even though it wasn't the rough part of Calla Road, mm-hmm. but all them houses, all them houses been out there at least since the thirties or the forties. Her house was built in nineteen twenty something. It was a, it was considered a mansion when it was built. Yeah. And so now, if you take a look, I've seen the inside of that house after they uh, we you know we sold it and you know they rebuilt the house and refurbished it and everything. The frame still looks the exact same, except the yard has grass and there's a fence around that house now. Yep. Uh, yeah. And um <laughs> and I we got to see the inside of it and I said, boy, and I just you know and I, it's just a dream of mine still to this day. I said one day I want to buy that house back. It's a, it's about a million dollar house right now. Man, let me tell you. And I just like, I just, I said, one day, if I, if Lord ever bless me with the money and the funds to do it, I want to buy that house and bring that, bring that house right back where it belongs. The house my dad grew up in, and it's on Woodland Avenue in uh, Southeast Atlanta. My grandfather and them bought that house for something like twenty five, thirty thousand dollars, something like that. And I may be way off on that, but it was, it was what we would consider now dirt <clears throat> for a house. Yeah. I looked at that house. That house is now worth over a half a million dollars. Wow. And I'm just, it just blows me away. It doesn't really look that different, which is, I guess, the good thing. I guess that's why it held its value, but it's insane, man. It's insane. But Yeah. So, well, let's get this party started, y'all. Um are we gonna do this football? Are we gonna do this football talk first? I need to get this on out my system before. Like before we get the party started. Let's get some- <laughs> I'm so I'm, I'm so pissed right now. I'm so I'm, look, first of all, I'm so pissed. I need, I need to go on. Damn. Tell, 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 so tell us how you really feel. Tell us how you okay. feel. Okay. Well, how I really feel, man. First of all, you know what? <laughs> Shout out to Willie. I love you, man. Um, that's my stepdad. For those of y'all who don't know, but every time when Falcons lost today. I could just hear him. I could just hear him sitting in the room talking shit. The most sorry ass Falcons. And they need to fire off the Smith and get rid of the whole offense and all this, that, and the third. That was some bullshit today. That was some bullshit. We done went. It, 
We should have blew. We should have blew Minnesota out by sixty-three to about sixty-three to about seven. Okay. We should have blew their ass out. <laughs> Kept getting to the red zone. We had no problem moving the ball today. None besides quarterback making mistakes or whatever. All right, fine. We had no problem moving the ball today. And we kept getting to the red zone, can't score a touchdown, defense get a fumble, all the way down to like the two-yard line, can't score, can't run the goddamn ball into the damn end zone and all that. The damn, this ain't, ain't no strip on that line or nothing. Ain't no beef, no nothing. They just soft as hell. And then, damn, and then, so we, we, we come all the way back and make a couple good plays or whatever. I'm like, okay. And then now, the damn, we get to the end of the game, and the fucking defense done reverted back to the damn defense we had last year, in the year, in years before the end. And then you got, you got, you got a fucking quarterback shot, Josh Dobbs. I'm like a Josh Dobbs since he was, uh, um, I'm like a Josh Dobbs since he was, uh, um, he was over there at Tennessee. I, I've always kind of been a fan of his because that boy can play. He's smart. Very smart football player. And I don't understand how he's not a starter on anybody's team right now. Maybe he's just one of the ones that just, just kind of lost in the sauce or whatever. But the boy can play. Now I'm, just, I'm just like, bro, first of all, the starter rookie, the rookie got hurt. Okay, so you got old boy. He he basically just got off the goddamn plane. He's jet lagged. He's from coming out of Arizona. He's jet lagged, okay? You done let this boy come in. You done let this boy come in and, and single-handedly beat y'all. Come on, man. And you playing out? Come on, man! Like, bro, I'm, 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 I'm so sick of this shit. Yeah, I put on Facebook today. I said I'm thinking about turning in my card. I had enough of this shit. I don't know what else to say. I ain't got nothing else to say. I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. Cause I feel like if we fire, if we fire Alvin Smith today, we get another head coach. The same shit gonna happen. Cause it's been, it's been happening. It's been happening for the last fifty years, and I don't understand why. I don't get it. Maybe that curse that lady put on us when they went and, 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 and bulldozed their church to build that new stadium or whatever. Maybe that curse is real. I don't fucking know. This is bullshit, and I'm done. So, <laughs> well, well, you know, Joshua Dobbs was a starter for the Arizona Cardinals since Kyler Murray been out this year. He yeah, can, I know. He can play. But yeah. for y'all to lose to a third-string quarterback, that just got off the plane. Uh, yes. Heard he just got yeah. off the plane. He just got off the plane a day and a half ago. Well, he's they jet lagged. They, they never should have hired Arthur Smith as the coach. Number one, that's they fucking fought. Yeah. Yeah. That, hey, that's hey, that's hey, the, Can I give a shout for it just a second? I want to. I want to give a shout out to uh to the Las Vegas Raiders. As a Denver Bronco fan, I shouldn't be doing this, but I love y'all. Y'all fired that son of a bitch in Oak or Las Vegas. Thank y'all. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We need to get to that next because I got some shit to say about that, too. We need to get Wait, to that next. I'm sorry, Kurt. Go ahead, man. I, I had to get yeah. that off my chest because I don't like that mother one bit. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I understand why. Yeah, the Falcons are not. Hey, man. It's, it's Atlanta. Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Yeah. Damn. Just say that being from here, like born and raised. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then at first, you know, the Hawks was pissing me off because, shit, they, they lost the first three games. Now they're on a the four-game win streak, so I calm down. Now, man, fuck Dan Quinn. He over here on my screen right now. Anyway, <laughs> fuck you. But anyway, man, like, cost us super, you and Shanahan cost us the Super Bowl. Anyway, um... I just also want to say I always want I was also want to give a shout out to Antonio Pierce because them damn Raiders out there they out there playing some goddamn football. You just check the score on that game right there. 
even though it is the Giants. But the boys out there playing some football, and I, I just saw a shot of Antonio Pierce. I'm watching the Red Zone channel right now, so I just saw a shot of Antonio Pierce. That man was like a head coach. Brandon. Shout out to him. Look at, look at Hill Club's. <laughs> look at Hill Club's, Hill Club's comment. Man, you know what? Actually, as a matter of fact, that don't offend me at all because I was actually, I wasn't like a Matt Ryan apologist, but I was a definitely a supporter. And I told the ass, I said, now, the day when Matt Ryan is gone, you're going to wish you had him back. And it's a whole bunch of fans over there, damn. It's a whole bunch of fans over there on their knees right now. Like, can you please come back and play another year? I <laughs> See, I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. I said, Matt Ryan, gave, Matt, Matt Ryan gave us the best chance to win. And we and we and we have won. It's just that the coaches that have been hired have been shit. Except the, the only time, and, and to be honest with you, I think out of all the coaches we had, Mike Smith was probably the best coach we had. It's just some shit happened toward the end. some shit happened toward the end. And I'm like, I never thought he really should have got fired. To be honest with you, he's the best coach we ever had. Yeah, man. Besides Dan Reeves, to those, but man. Lehman Bennett and all the uh, man. God damn. Say, be careful what you ask for. You just might get that shit. You got damn right. I've been saying for yes, and Matt Ryan gone. I said, I'm gonna wish y'all gonna wish you had a bet, because it's hard to get a good quarterback, especially when your coaches are shit and they want to sit here and goddamn and, and try to damn get cute with the play call and all that instead of just calling a simple goddamn football game. Well Matt it's not Ryan hard. Pay, Matt Ryan getting paid right now as a commentator. He ain't got to worry about getting sacked every week. You so damn he's right. Good. Oh he's no, right now. no, you got it. Oh, I forgot who it was. I'm, I think I think it was like Cam, I think I'm gonna say it was like Cameron Jordan or something. And Cameron Jordan hugged him from behind, and Matt Ryan got shook. Because <laughs> he was like he doing nothing but bringing back flashbacks and whatever. Which yeah, because yeah, Cameron Jordan light his ass up every, every time he played the Saints. Boy, Cameron Jordan, Cameron Jordan got 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 back there every single time. <laughs> That was just like Lawrence. That was like Lawrence Taylor. That was like Lawrence Taylor's second uh, run of Jaworski, man. Every week he just lit him up. Every, just every time. But I, I'll anyway. say this, and then we can we can shift on over. Talk about some wrestling. Yeah, talk about yeah. some wrestling because what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say is gonna be a topic, a heated topic for another time. I do not like uh, what's his name. Okay, and now Dan, uh, you just mentioned him. Now I can't think of his last name. Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves? Yes. I'm not a big Dan Reeves fan. Never have been. I never have been either. I, I, I yeah. We'll say that for another day. Yeah, we'll say that for another day. Atlanta Falcons. I, I understand why. Man, and I, and I, and I think probably, well, New Orleans probably leading, probably leading the division now, but I think. They are. They yeah. Are. They got, they, they got to be because New Orleans has been, New Orleans been playing some ball. But I'm just like, bro, with a win, we could have, we should have won last week. We should have won this week. We would have had control of the whole division. That division was ours to lose. Hey man, somebody should have, could have, would have. Somebody, so, should have, could have, would have. Man, man should have, could have, would have. I need some water because I'm sweating like a motherfucker. I feel like Michael Irvin right now. I'm sweating, I'm sweating like hell right now because like that shit really pissed me. I'm glad I, I, I was, I, I was doing my little work stuff then, so I was just real cut on. But I've been just the more and more I think about it, and when I was running my air earlier, I was listening to that shit on the radio, and I'm just like, y'all ain't shit. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Shit. shit. Anyway. Shit. And I'm not. And by by the way, I'm not talking to the defense. (laughs) Let's uh, let's get into some wrestling before we dive into uh, some more recent topics. 
uh, wanted to start off the show with this date in wrestling history uh, from October 30th to November 5th. Uh, on October 30th, 2007, Junior Fatu, probably better known as Rikishi, left TNA just six weeks after joining the promotion. I remember that. <laughs> uh, in 2019, <clears throat> August 30th, 2019, Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky became the first ever AEW Tag Team Champions. And October 30th of 1973. Wait, hold on, Ron. I don't mean, I don't mean to cut you off, but mm-hmm. do you think, I always kind of wonder, do you think that Scorpio Sky is a play off of uh, Too Cold Scorpio? Because don't they remind you of each other a little bit? I never thought about that, but it could be. Yeah. I don't. You don't think so? Uh, yeah, I don't see the similarities at all. I'm not sure where to. they came up with that name from, but that, I never thought about it. Yeah, never. Yeah, yeah. Not I just, I don't know. Too cold, Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. Too no. cold, too cold. Okay. Anyway, hey, they, let's not ever do that again. Yeah, um, he was cold. No, nah, Too cold, Scorpio was cold for real. 1973, Adam the rated R superstar Copeland, formerly known as Edge, was born. Uh, October 31st, Halloween in 1979, Giant Baba defeated Harley Race to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship to become a two-time mm. NWA World Heavyweight Champion. He would, lose the belt, he would lose the belt back to Harley Race the very next week. Uh, Giant Baba. Yeah, man. 2005, Christian Real name Jay Rezzo declined to renew his contract with WWE, leaving the company after eight years, citing uh, the fact that he wanted to work on some outside interest. And uh, he returned in 2009 as part of the WWE version of ECW. October 31st, 2019, WWE held their second Crown Jewel event in Saudi Arabia. The event featured matches involving Kane Velasquez and Tyson Fury. Shout out to Kane Velasquez, man. I ain't mad at you for what you did. Um, that's yeah. Gonna, that's going to be lost on some people, but I fully support that dude doing what he did because of what happened. Yeah. Uh, November 1st, 1997, Brett the Hitman Hart officially signs with WCW for $2.5 million per year. The deal was supposed to be kept secret until after WWE Survivor Series on November 9th, but the news was leaked, and that's what led to the infamous Montreal Screwjob. In 2005, November 1st, 2005, WWE held its second and, to date, the last Taboo Tuesday pay-per-view. This pay-per-view allegedly provided fans the opportunity to vote on things like match match competitors and match stipulations. And I say allegedly because I don't believe it has ever been revealed that the fan, the fans vote <clears throat> legitimately decided those things, or if WWE just did what they wanted to do and said that's what the fans voted for. But that was the idea well, I, behind Taboo Tuesday, and I love that idea, by the way. I, I, I think it was a little bit of both, and I think that they should bring that back. I agree. I agree. That was, uh, those were pretty cool. I think they should bring that back. November 1st, 2012, Brad Armstrong was found dead at his home at the age of 51. Wow. Um, In 2016, TNA held total nonstop deletion 
at the Hardy compound in Cameron, North Carolina, and it is one of the weirdest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. It's been 11 years since they did that. Yes, sir. God almighty. God almighty. Well, no, 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 that was 16, no, no, so that's years, seven. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. Don't, don't feel bad. But God, but no, but no, but, 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 but that's why I'm not teaching math now. But that, that, that Damn, that's damn. Uh, Bobby Heenan was born November 1st, 1944. Uh, November 2nd, 1998, Vince McMahon introduced the then WWF Hardcore Championship and presented it to Mick Foley. Also on this date, Raw won the ratings war and shut it down. Um, from November 2nd, 1998 forward, they did not lose another uh, battle in the ratings war with WCW Monday Nitro. Oh, yeah. In 2004, y'all will remember this. Kurt Angle was nearly embarrassed on national TV by Daniel Pewter after Angle challenged the Tough Enough contestants on that show to a shoot wrestling match. Uh, Pewter nearly made Angle tap. I believe it was to a Kimura. Uh, they were calling it uh, wrist lock or something like that, but it was, I believe it was a Kimura. Yeah. But he almost made uh, Angle tap. But the way Angle was defending it, Pewter's shoulders were on the mat, and Earl yep. Hebner count to, counted to three to give yep. Angle the, the victory hey. in a shoot wrestling match, folks. That's why, look, this is why you need OGs in the ring to help because the referees that was, the referees today probably would have went the other way. <laughs> and then on top of that, shout out to Taz on that commentary. Man. <laughs> Taz knew what the, hey man, that's why, that's why I love Taz as a commentator because Taz is real. Taz knew what the fuck was going on. He's, he, but you know, if you listen real closely, he's talking in code. He knew yeah. what was going on. So, yeah. <laughs> on uh, November the 2nd of 2007, controversial WWE Hall of Famer, the fabulous Moolah, passes away due to a heart attack at the age of 84 in Columbia, South Carolina. Wow. Um, and for those of you who may not know why I say controversial, just do a little research on Moolah. And uh, there were things that came up, came out about her from back in the day that are not very flattering at all. Um, so that's can I can I just go can I just go on and say it? Sure, absolutely. Uh, Moolah allegedly was a pimp. Pimping ain't easy, man. She's allegedly a pimp, well, and there's uh, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll we'll call it we'll call it a pimp. She was actually like, well, yeah, she was pimping, but she was she was she was forcing <laughs> she was forcing those ladies to do certain things if they wanted yeah. her services. So, and there was a certain black lady that um. Yeah. Yeah. So, because they were, um, the WWE were supposed to have, they were supposed to name, was it the Royal Rumble? Or was it the, um, the May Young, or the May Young Classic? Was it's supposed to be the, the May the Young Classic was supposed to be the Fabulous Moolah yeah. Classic. And they asked that shit immediately because, you know, yeah, there was but, a whistleblower that came out and it was like, yo, this is what's going on. And it, a lot of that stuff came out to be true. And, yeah. So, all right. So, in 2018, November 2nd, 2018, uh, WWE holds their first ever crown jewel event in Saudi Arabia. It is the first event in a 10 year agreement between WWE and the Saudi government. In that event, or on that event, rather, HBK came out of retirement for the first time since 2010 
uh, to team with Triple H against the Brothers of Destruction, The Undertaker and Kane. And the match was a mess, man. Um, it had to be cursed. Yeah. Triple H tore his tricep, and Kane lost his mask and wig. So, None of them guys had no business being out there that no, night. Sir. Um, and there is a birthday on uh, on that date in 1974. The beautiful Queen Charmel was born. Shout out to Queen Charmel. Uh, November 3rd, 1997. Perry Saturn makes his WCW TV debut by defeating Disco Inferno to win the WCW TV title on Monday Nitro. I wonder how Perry Saturn's doing these days. I was hey, a fan man, of I, his. I read up on him not too long ago. He's just kind of keeping him to himself out of out of the limelight. Um, yeah. Shout out to that dude, man. He he's done yeah. some very good. He's had a, a rough life. Rough yeah. Life. Yeah. Um, yeah. In 1998. Wishing the best. Jesse the Body Ventura was elected governor of <clears throat> Minnesota in a shocking upset. Um, and did a good job, as far as I can tell, from from what I've read from people in Minnesota. Um, 2006, wrestling trailblazer Sputnik Monroe passes away. Um, Brandon, if if you don't know who Sputnik Monroe is, um, do some reading on him. That dude, he yeah. he opened some doors. Yeah, I, I've heard I've heard a lot about him listening to uh, listening to JR's uh, JR's podcast, mm-hmm. the podcast before the podcast. Yes, now. And um, reading read Jr.'s book, so I've, I've heard a lot about him. Yeah. So yeah, um, for for the fans that may be listening who don't know who Sputnik Monroe is, in a time where white audiences and black audiences were not even allowed to sit together, white uh, white wrestling fans were able to sit on the floor and around the ring. Black audiences were relegated either to what they called the crow's nest or the back of the whatever location they were in. Sputnik Monroe said fuck all that and teamed with a black dude and broke down uh, racial barriers, at least in wrestling, in Memphis fucking Tennessee in the 50s. uh, Of all places. Yeah, he had some balls on it, man. Um, Birthdays on this date. Andrade El Idolo was born in 1989. Cameron was born on this date in 1987. There's a name I hadn't heard in a while. Jackie Ooh. Gator, Mrs. Uh, uh, oh, God damn. Charlie Huss. Thank you, Charlie Huss. I, I was just thinking of Shelton Benjamin, and I knew it wasn't him. But Jack, Jackie Gator was born in 1980. Dawn Marie was born in 1970. All right. Dawn, Dawn Marie, B-Y-T-C-H. Yes, sir. Uh, November 4th, 1982, Greg Valentine defeated Wahoo McDaniel to win the NWA United States Championship. In 1986, the movie They Live, starring Roddy Piper and directed by uh, legendary <coughs> horror film director John Carpenter, debuted. And that movie, if you've never seen it, folks, check it out. It's, it's considered a cult classic. It's not, I'm, I'm going to tell you now, it's not a, a Hollywood great, but it is a good movie. Um, 10 years later in 1996, two major, uh, moments happened on WWF slash WWE history, um, on Raw. The first one was Rocky Maivia made his televised debut being involved in a melee after a gold dust match. The second one, and probably even more infamous is this is the same episode of Raw where Brian Pillman pulled a gun on Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
Pillman's got a gun. Pillman's got a gun. Oh, sorry. Um, November 5th. Today's date, November 5th in 1994. And I never knew this until I read this fact today. Chris Benoit earns the nickname The Crippler at ECW's November to Remember by breaking Sabu's neck. Damn. Um, 2006, WW debuted Cyber Sunday, a pay-per-view that kept the alleged fan voting theme um, of Taboo Tuesday in place. Um, and I don't know that they had, but one, maybe two of those, if I remember correctly. I think it was two of them. Um, birthdays, uh, Allison Kay, for those of you who, who only watch uh, WWE or AEW, you probably don't know who Allison Kay is. Well, you may because I think she was on there. Anyway, Allison Kay is, is a very good female wrestler. Um, I've seen most of her stuff in, in NWA. Um, so that was this week in wrestling history. <coughs> and speaking of NWA, did you two by chance see the uh, the thing I posted on the uh, on the Wrestling With My Thoughts Facebook page? I did not have a chance to look at it. Bro, there was a, a segment of the uh, pay-per-view from uh, from Halloween. And if I saw what wait, I wait, saw... Wait, 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 wait. I didn't realize you were talking about that. Yes, I saw that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. You saw what they were doing. I saw that. NWA, yeah. what the hell, man? Best hey, they got to do what they got to do. How did you let this shit happen? Hey, they got to do what they got to do. Man, Kurt, I don't know if you saw it, but... I, no, I didn't. I missed that. I, I watched no, the uh, interview and I missed it. But I saw it, you know, somebody posted it and I re- reposted it in the group. But there was a, a, a spot in the pay-per-view where they cut to James, James Mitchell and a group of his folks hanging around the table and they snorting shit off the table. Yeah, see, Twitter... Right, Twitter is a wonderful place. So as soon as you said what you said, I knew exactly what you're talking about because I think I saw it before you even posted it. Man, and I was like, "Huh?" And that was it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know what that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hill Club said that uh, that that Perry Saturn is still seeing Moppy. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> but I'm also pissed as hell at WWE for doing that to that man. Yeah. But but man, do y'all remember seeing him? Um, go off on that dude he threw out of the ring and whooped his ass. I think that's actually what got him fired from WWE. If I'm, I don't, I don't remember that. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, he was wrestling some enhancement guy, and the guy did something to him or, or whatever. Taz threw him out of the ring. And he landed on his head, and Taz whooped his ass outside the or not Taz, uh, Perry Saturn whooped his ass outside the ring. Uh, if I, I'll find the clip and send it to you. Um, okay. So. Moving on, we also know that uh, Ric Flair is now officially all elite, signing a, quote, multi-year contract with AEW. Um, we were so wrong. <laughs> in addition... I definitely was wrong. Say what? I definitely was wrong. About what? Oh, talking about the, uh, him being... With but it, 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 yeah, it, no, it Rick being Flair. a one-off. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Um, in addition to the contract that he signed, Tony Khan mentioned or, you know, announced, I guess you would say, that Flair's woo energy will now be the official energy drink of AEW. 
And this energy drink is something a little interesting because it, while it is legal, from what I read in all 50 states, it's a mushroom-infused energy drink. What? Yeah. So, um, but I don't think it, I don't think it contains any of the, the chemical compounds to give you um, hallucinations or, or get you high or anything like that. Just stuff. I've always, so, I've always been, af- I've always been afraid of mushrooms anyway. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't like uh, on pizza. I don't nah, like the taste of them. So I pretty much. I don't, yeah. um, nah, I, don't <laughs> I don't like the texture and none of that shit. Every once in a while, but I, don't, I can't even tell you the last time I tasted the mushroom. I just never, nah. And hey man, you you wanna you wanna know if y'all don't mind me saying something a little a little vulgar here on the on the podcast? You wanna know what somebody told me one time about not liking mushrooms? What he said: if you eat pussy, you eat a mushroom. That's a goddamn lie. I but said, we I say that because that's, that's another guy. Anyway. That's a, Anyway, that's a that's a goddamn that's a goddamn lie. But this no, one. No, <laughs> no, I can, I can see the I can see the similarity. Uh, <laughs> I can see the similarity. Oh my god! I just can't believe we even went down this. Road. Um, I don't. I just I, I just I'm, I'm afraid now, but but now but now I've 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 never think about I've, I've, I've never but no I've never gone I've never gone down to heaven. I've never gone down and started hallucinating. That's what I'm saying. No, but think about a mushroom. The texture of a mushroom. Yeah. And think about a woman. <laughs> All right, Kurt, you got a I point. Can see it. <laughs> um, but I, they I'll do just, not taste I'll the same. They feel the same. It, it feels the same, but it don't taste the same. No, it don't taste the same, but it's a similarity on Hell the texture. No, it doesn't taste the same. It, 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 it taste same because, wrong. <laughs> because I, I'll go on record saying I love the taste of one, hate the taste of the other. Ah, it, right. But the mushroom don't taste like that. Oh, I know that. In case, okay. you, in case, you, in, case <laughs> in case anybody might be confused, I don't like the taste of mushrooms. Do with that what you will. Exactly. All right. Well, let's talk about wrestling. We didn't talk about every goddamn thing else. And it's almost an hour gone by. Y'all gonna, let's talk about wrestling. y'all gonna get to know me better than you want to know me, damn it. Um, but going back, going back to this news. I thought I'd never see the day. <laughs> going back to this news about Rick Flair. We on this show talking about eating pussy. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all, I'll be right back. But moving on with this this Ric Flair news, uh, per eWrestlingNews.com, the developer of Flair's energy drink and business partner, Chad Bronstein, Bronstein, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, stated that they, quote, signed a contract for two years. Now, I'm not sure if that's just for the energy drink with with, uh, Mr. Bronstein and Flair and AEW for the energy drink, or if that also includes Flair as a talent along with the energy drink. No word on that, no confirmation on that from um, any official um, AEW source. Uh, Bronstein also stated that Flair would be a part of AEW for the next two years and, quote, however long he wants. I'm not sure what qualifies Mr. Bronstein to say Flair can stay in AEW for as long as he wants, but that's what he said. Um. As I said, currently no word from AEW on the actual length of Flair's, uh, I guess, talent contract. Um, and there's also no word from AEW on if Flair will be an 
an on-screen talent, meaning um, as a manager or a wrestler, or if he's going to be involved backstage somehow. I, I I love Ric Flair as a wrestler, but I certainly hope that it's not on commentary. Um, so Flair himself actually clarified. We we talked a little bit last week about the possibility of why Flair would be in AEW and if he was uh, still connected with WWE in any way. And um, none of us were actually sure. And I, <laughs> I found out afterwards, three weeks before that, Flair had clarified some things um, prior to that. But he did clarify, clarify his relationship with WWE a few weeks ago. Um, he stated his involvement in the legal cannabis industry would probably prevent him from being associated with WWE. Um, wow. And, and just a little, just a little um, factoid here. Mike Tyson's company, Tyson 2.0, has a majority stake in Ric Flair Drip Incorporated to produce legal cannabis products using the name and likeness of Ric Flair. So um, Tyson, I, I know I've been seeing um, a lot of pictures of Tyson and, um, and Ric Flair together but I didn't know that they had any sort of business relationship. Um, but apparently Mike owns uh, a majority stake in Ric Flair drip incorporated. Hmm. My, my question is, does, uh, does Ric Flair owe royalties to what's his name for Ric Flair drip? So, Probably not. Um, so, no, cause I think he was, I think he was a writer on that song. So he does not. Oh, okay. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. Um, that song was made specifically for him. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, quite, uh, what's the name? Was a big, super such a big fan. He made that song for him. Okay. I mm-hmm. I actually like uh, personally. I prefer Killer Mike's song about Ric Flair, um, called Ric Flair. Much better song in my opinion. But um, before we move on to anything else, Kurt, let me ask you. We we talked about this a little bit. Um, what. What, if any, role do you see Ric Flair playing in AEW right now? It would have to just be a wrestler, or because he, he he sucks as a commentator. Something sucks ass. So it would just had to be a, a a manager. He can't. He cannot get in the ring. So I, with I don't managers don't think I managers don't think I can see him doing the only thing. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. Um, Hill Club. Hill Club said he has the itch to get back in the ring. God help us all, LOL. Hell no. Hell no. Um, Hell no. Hill Club, I agree with you. Um, he, he has mentioned that he's got the itch, um, but Ric Flair's 74 years old. And we three personally saw him in person in that match in, in Nashville. And he just doesn't need to be in the ring anymore. Um, he, he can't do what he used to do. And nobody would should think that he would be able to at 74, uh, especially as hard as he's lived. Uh, but Brandon, what do you think? Um, what do you think Ric Flair will be doing in AEW or for AEW with this contract being signed? I hope he's just being a manager and that's it. He don't need to get back in the ring. He don't need to wrestle nobody. Like you just said, <clears throat> we have seen him in the ring. He don't need to do it no more. Absolutely not. You don't want to put on that big show. This is your retirement. You're done. And I and I and I get it. You've been doing it so long to where, yeah, of course you're going to get the itch. 
And just like after a football player retires, and then when July, August come around, it's like it's training camp. I got the itch. I want to go back there. I want to go back out there and hit somebody. But eventually, your body is going to tell you, "Hey, I can't do this shit no more." Not at the level that you was doing it before. So it's like, just let it go. But I don't mind seeing Ric Flair out there as being a, like a heel manager. You know, something, something, something like a something like what a uh, Freddie Blassie was back in the day. I thought that was dope. Yeah. I always, I always thought, for, hey, kids. Yeah, you never heard of classy Freddie, uh, classy Freddie Blassie? Look him up, classy Freddie Blassie. He was dope. Yeah, pencil neck geek. Dope. Yeah, he was. He, he was dope. He's he's one of, like true OGs of the wrestling business for real. Like he was an OG. Like, but nah, I, I don't I don't mind seeing Ric Flair being in a role like that because I'm like he got the personality to do it. Yeah, I just don't need to see him get in the ring and wrestle again. Man, I don't need to see him get in the ring. Even if he's a manager, he don't need to get out there and bleed. Don't ble- please don't let that poor old man out there bleed like that. Come on now. Hey man, look, Hill Club said he will bleed in one shot every night. Can't be any worse than John Moxley. No, but, but then again, you, you know what? If they if they if they, if they put Abdullah, no, they put Abdullah. If they put Abdullah bunch out there, he'll bleed in one shot too. But I'm telling if you now, yeah, I'm telling you now. However, he's going to factor into Sting at Revolution 2024. However, he factors into that, he's going to bleed. Man, I, I, well, let it be that. Let it be the one time because it is Sting, and but at the same time, I was like, nah, Rick, Rick. Just be a heel manager and, and and do that. Help them young boys out because they need it. Because he might be somebody. He might be somebody that they might listen to. Because it's Ric Flair. You don't listen to Ric Flair. Something wrong with you. And, um. Well, to 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 focus on that point right there. Um. Not to get off too much into AEW specific business, but. I think that is the biggest problem they have right now. Nobody wanting to listen to the veterans that want to help them, that want to help them. And I just think there, there's this, there seems to be, at least from what I've read, um, there seems to be this attitude there that these young cats, well, I got over on the Indies, so I know what I'm doing. There's a huge but, fucking difference in getting over on the Indies and getting over on national television. But what veterans are really talking to the young wrestlers and they're not listening? That's what I want. Say that again now, Kurt. I didn't quite understand that. So what, what veteran wrestlers are talking to the younger talent and the younger talent are, are not listening to them? Nobody nobody is named a, a veteran wrestler specifically. Um, and, but, and, that, and that's what I want to know. Like who, what, who are they really talking about saying, I'm giving you advice, but they're not listening to, to well, them? I do know that CM Punk himself said that he offered advice. Um, I know that that Adam Page said that he doesn't need advice, won't listen to it if it's given. Well, um, he's an idiot. Say what? He's an idiot. I, I, I don't disagree at all. I, I do not disagree at all. And and although they haven't been mentioned, um, I can see the young bucks um, kind of going, "All right, yeah, yeah, we know what you." We, we hear you, but go away. Like, they know what they're doing. Um, so you're you're right in the sense of, or I shouldn't say you're right because you didn't make, make the statement, but um, nobody has actually said what veteran wrestlers, outside of CM Punk saying that he offered advice that was outright ignored, um, and reports from people like Conrad or, or maybe uh, Cornette and Brian Last saying that what they're hearing is that people aren't listening. Um, and it may be that they're sitting there listening I think Jungle Boy said something about not listening too. 
um, when they were over in the UK. But it may be a case that they're listening to him, but it's like once that veteran may leave, let's say Arn Anderson, for instance, when he was there, it, once he leaves, it's like, all right, fuck Arn Anderson. I know what I'm doing. This ain't 1985 anymore. So. Because that's what I want to like. If, if somebody like Arn was really giving advice <clears throat> and nobody's listening, then we have a problem. Absolutely. And I'm not shitting on CM Punk or anything like that, but I can see where if CM Punk was to give advice and it all comes down to how he's giving it to where they can be like, well, we're equal to where they're not equal. CM Punk business has been long, way longer than them. Yeah. But I can see to where they can try to make it seem like they don't need his advice, which is still bullshit. Okay. Um, Hill Club brought up Tully Blanchard. Um, now I think Tully was most associated with FTR. I'm, I'm, I have zero doubts at all that FTR soaked up every damn thing they could from Tully. Um, yeah, I, I think so. Look at their matches. You could, look at their matches. You could tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I, I can see Tully maybe talking to whoever else, and maybe they not wanting to listen to Tully. Um, and and look, man, in some ways I get it because like what Kurt just said, if if you're a contemporary. If we're equals, then, you know, who are you to be telling me what to do sort of thing? I get that. Me personally, I wouldn't be that way because of everything that CM Punk has accomplished. I would want to listen to him. And Kurt, Uh once again, is right. It depends on how it's delivered as well. Yeah. But if we go back, and I know this isn't the the good old days anymore, but if you go back to the good old days, hell, the, the veteran wrestlers used to say back then, it was the shits, kid. You'll never last in this business. (laughs) <laughs> so at least they have somebody that's willing to talk to them now. Um, yeah. But let me ask this going, going back to, to Ric Flair and then we'll, we'll transition from there. I want to get both of your opinions and Hill club. You can chime in on this as well uh, with the comments. Um, Brendan, do you feel that, that Flair would be um, a welcome addition to commentary? Or you think he would be a detriment? And, and I'm saying maybe different. even replacing someone, not bringing on like a fourth person, but do you think he would be an addition to or a detriment to? He'll be a detriment. No, this, that's, well, commentary is not Rick Flair's lane at all. Because if it at was, all. he'd have been a commentator long, long time ago. No, Rick Flair, Rick Flair belongs in the ring or outside of the ring. That's where he belongs. That's his forte. That's what he does best. Rick Flair does not need to be on commentary at all. I, I agree because he he's long winded. He don't he don't know when to shut up. Sometimes it's not it's not about to being long winded. He his speech is is muddled. Mm-hmm. It's not clear. And if they if they were to put him on commentary, I would not watch not one fucking show that he did. I would, I would probably still watch it because I really can't hear. <clears throat> The, the commentators. Anyway. I, well, that, you guys that, can hear them. I can't. So. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> Fuck. I would not listen. Yeah. I, I, would, I would. No. It's fucking terrible. I think. I'm to my fucking terrible. I definitely think it would be a detriment to, to put, to try to put Ric Flair yeah. in commentary. Uh, all day long. You, all day long. You two. Brandon, you may not remember this. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I know Kurt will. But this would be like putting Magic Johnson on commentary again. It's oh, I remember. Oh, oh, I remember. It's worse than that. Yeah, I agree, but I'm just giving some. I remember, when Matt, I remember when Matt Johnson was a coach. 
I mean, and that I was mean, terrible. I mean, I think I think he was a better coach than he was a commentator. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, no. I, I remember he was a commentator. I don't know how this will come off with me as a white I'll guy be right. saying this. I'll be right back. Okay. I don't know how this will come off as me as a white guy saying it because I don't mean it the way some people may take this in, in today's society. But Magic had marble mouth. And his his voice, his demeanor, he could captivate a conversation between people, but he cannot captivate audiences by, by calling a game. See, yeah. Here's what I would do if this was me. I would dribble down the... No, no, Magic, shut up, please. I love you. Don't ruin this. He week. made it... I'm about to say he made it a lot about... Because I've I listened to some of the older games that he's called, and he made it a lot about him. Yes. Yeah. And even when he was doing like the little studio shows or whatever, he made it a lot about him. Which, you know, he is one of the greatest basketball players of shit. Basketball, period. So I get it. And so that's why I feel like, you know, if you if you're one if you're one of those that's like the greatest of all time, you don't need to be out somewhere critiquing somebody else's play because you're always gonna relate somebody else's play to you. Yeah. That's why I was never I'm glad Michael Jordan, you know what, if Michael Jordan got on commentary from one night, that shit would be hilarious. It might be because Jordan don't mind calling people out and talking shit. No, he don't. That I'm like him if him and Charles Barkley was on T oh my God. Him, Charles Barkley, Shaq, Ernie Johnson, and Kenny Smith on TNT doing commentary for basketball. Oh my God! And they already have the best sports show. Yeah, they do. Just period. It don't matter what sport it is. They have the absolute best. But it's just I. It, there's no way. I, I never thought that Michael Jordan should have even ran a team because every player that he drafts, he's gonna compare it to him. He don't have the patience for that shit, man. And he don't. He don't. He he and he don't. But it's understandable because he's Michael Jordan. Yeah. So, so. Hill, Hill Club said of Ric Flair that Flair could be building a stable like something similar to the Horsemen or what he did in Impact. If there weren't already 1,600 factions in AEW, I would say let's go with that. But there's already, there's way too, this is like gang warfare in WWE to the 10th power with AEW right now. There are too many factions in AEW. Um, Now, what would have been nice to see, in my my personal opinion, um, what would have been nice to see is if Flair, Tully, and Arn could have all been there at the same time. Um, that would be cool. Now, I, you know, whether it be running a stable, whether it be as managers of a little clique, whatever, I think it would have been nice to see them in that elder statesman role as a unit. <laughs> He's a unit. Um, so, uh, before we get off onto our predictions for um, Crown Jewel, Kurt, let's talk about Big Show a little bit. Um, you said the other night that he looked terrible. Um, I yes, did, he did. I did go back and I saw what you were talking about. I guess I, I just didn't catch it at first glance. But even still, I don't. I don't think my, personally. I don't think that he looked terrible. I think he looked in as good a shape as he has in the last several years. Hell no! He, the man can't even move. He can't. He leaned into one side, Ron. Yeah. He leaned to one side. That's his hip replacement. 
he can't move, and that's a, a terrible idea for him to be in a fucking match. I mean, I don't disagree with you there, um, but look who he's in the match with. It's terrible for that guy to be in the ring right now, too. Yeah, but I'm like, what the fuck, man? Why can't we can't pick nobody else to do this shit? Yeah, I just I, I that's what I'm like. Come on, goddamn it, just stop it. Even, just fucking stop it. Even though there's a reason, there's a reason why the show ain't been in the ring for so long. Even though Kurt and I may disagree on 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 this note as far as how he looked, we definitely agree that he shouldn't be in the ring. Um, it, it's a it's a lukewarm announcement to say the least. Um. It's like piss on the on a plate. Yeah, and, and Tony, piss on the plate. Just flat. Tony's nostalgia is also a large part of what gets in the way with AEW booking. So um, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, something, Rob. Mm-hmm. And this is something I don't know. Is Mark Henry still on the payroll? As far as I know, yes. Yeah, it would have been a Mark Henry would have been a bigger splash. To announce for a match like this, then then Big Show would, and I don't disagree with that. You're, I mean, you'll get no argument yeah. with me on that. The only thing I'm, I so why wouldn't we would put Mark Henry in? Because when he say big, Mark Henry the strong, the strongest man in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, he still has that Legitimate. title. That Legitimate. and then, but but just think about it. Mark Henry Powers Hobbs. That's a better matchup. They look similar. Why wouldn't? Why not go with that? Yep. Hey, I don't think Mark. And, and I don't think Mark Henry has had a hip replacement because that's why Big Show looked like he leaning to one side. That's that that's that rubber hip he got sitting over there on the side with a. He looks like somebody holding him up. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, and I don't want to see show like that. I, I don't like want to see him like that either. I don't want to see him like that. Mark Henry would would have been a way better. You get a bigger pop out of the crowd. People like okay, well that's interesting to see. Yeah. And they they might look at it, but Big Show, I don't want to see that shit. You know, but I think the man oh, bear to stand I, up straight. But I think on the show side, because I remember him saying one time, he was like, "I never really had the proper like retirement or whatever." And I'm like, "You should retire ten years ago." When it's but, too fucking late now. No, too fucking late. No, and I didn't know. And this is all Duke. I I, I I I love the Big Show, so it's like we all do spit. But I'm like, bro. When he came out, I'm like, now there's a reason why he just stood right down on that stage. Because I don't think he can make it to that ring. He can't move. The I, man I, can't fucking move. He can move. barely move. But I'm, I'm just like, the way he and them tights and the, 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 the hip was just sunk Lord. in like that, man. I said, look, because when, <laughs> when the music hit, I ain't going to lie, I seen him. I turned that out like 12 years old all over again. But at the same time, I'm like, no, man, this is not this is not Captain Insano, okay? Come on, man. Like no man, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see my boy out there like that. Not like that. Speaking of Captain Insano, you know, a few weeks ago they used that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And t- this, this is what blows me away about Tony Khan having access to the money he has. They had to pay to use that outfit for him. Come on, like how? When when did the Water Boy come out? Like ninety six, ninety eight. 98. Okay. 98. 98. That's, that's a long fucking time ago. That's almost 30 years. Most of the people that watch your program don't know who Captain Insano is. Sure don't. And I'm just, come on, man. Anyway. That's crazy. I remember when that came. That's, God damn it, I'm getting old. I remember when that came out. 
Let's 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 get oh, to the pay per view. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite movies ever. By the way, anyway, let's let's go on. All right, folks. So, if you didn't know, this past Sunday, um, AEW had uh, Crown Jewel in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, on the fourth. But before we get to reviewing the pay per view, we're going to go through our predictions, and then we will reveal who, too much fanfare who the winner of that battle was because it was our very first perfect game, so to speak. Um, so here are the matches and in the order that they were held. Uh, the first match of the night was Sami Zayn taking on JD McDonough. And I, I said this to you guys in the tech in, in our text, who in the hell did Sami Zayn piss off to be on the, on the, sh- the, the pre-show and wrestling JD McDonough. This I don't think that match was supposed to have been on the pre-show. Really? I don't think it was supposed to have been on the pre-show, but you know, it just like it had to boot somebody match. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't I don't think that match was supposed to have been on the pre-show. Well, we had Sami Zayn taking on JD McDonough. Brandon, uh, his prediction was Sami Zayn. Kurt was Sami Zayn. I picked Sami Zayn. Hill Club picked J.D. McDonough. Um, match number two. Drew McIntyre took on Seth freaking Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. Brandon said that he uh, he thought McIntyre was going to win it. Kurt said freaking Rollins. I said Drew McIntyre. And Hill Club said freaking Rollins. Match number three, which I was not at all interested in this match because it was a five-way, but it ended up being way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler versus Zoe Stark versus Raquel Rodriguez for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Brandon chose Rhea Ripley. Curtis chose Rhea Ripley. <coughs> Rhea Ripley for Ron and Hill Club as well. Um, and I love, I, I, I want to give a shout out, and I say this tongue in cheek, but I want to give a shout out to Saudi Arabia for requiring cat suits. Um, thank you. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. Uh, match number four Jonathan Felix Anthony Cena taking on Solo Sokoa. Brandon chose Solo Sokoa. Kurt chose Solo Sokoa. Ron and Hill Club, we each chose John Cena. Fifth match of the, of the night. Logan Paul taking on Rey Mysterio for the U.S. Championship. Brandon chose Rey Mysterio. Kurt chose Logan Paul. I chose Logan Paul. Hill Club chose Rey Mysterio. Sixth match of the night. Bianca Belair taking on EO Sky for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Brandon chose EO Sky. Kurt chose EO Sky. I chose Bianca Belair, as did Heel Club. Match number seven Cody Rhodes taking on Damian Priest. Brandon chose Cody Rhodes. Kurt chose Cody Rhodes. I chose Damian Priest. Heel Club took Cody Rhodes. And in the main event of the night, LA Knight, yeah, 
taking on Roman Reigns, the tribal chief for the undisputed, is it still the undisputed title? Um, Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Brandon chose Roman Reigns. Well, actually, all of us chose Roman Reigns. No need in going through everybody. So now let's review the pay-per-view, and then we will reveal who is our champion. Take a wild guess. Say what? I said, I'm telling the listeners to take a wild guess. <laughs> uh, match number one, J.D. McDonough taking on Sami Zayn. The winner was Sami Zayn. Bleacher Report gave this match a B. Um, I, I thought this was an okay match. Nothing to write home about. Um, both wrestlers did what both wrestlers do. So I would probably agree with this, this rating, uh, a B. Kurt, what would you give this match and what do you think about it? I did not see it because I was not expecting it to be on the first match of the uh, show, and I missed it. I did not see this at all. Okay. Um, what about you, Brandon? I did not. I was playing Madden while the pre-show was on because I didn't expect <laughs> there to be a match on the pre-show. I'm with you. Because it, it, ain't, it, ain't it ain't been no match on the pre-show in God knows how long. And then I was shocked. However, I didn't see that shot of J.D. Uh, JD McDonald's uh Midsection where he got, I don't know if he got like rope burn or something like that, but that looked pretty damn gruesome. Yeah, it did. The only reason, like it hurt. The only reason I knew about this, and I I won't even say knew about this this match. The only reason I saw this match is because I went ahead and turned my TV on um, to get ready, and I went in the kitchen to to start cooking something. I came back in, and all of a sudden they were in a match. So, well, anyway, moving on to the next one. Um, I was shocked that this was actually the second match of the night, uh, being a championship. Uh, Drew McIntyre taking on Seth freaking Rollins, uh, as we said, for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. The winner, much to my consternation, was Seth freaking Rollins. Bleacher Report gave this an A minus. Bullshit. Uh, Bullshit. Yeah, I, I I don't disagree with you there. As a matter of fact, I'll let you kick it off, Kurt. What did you think about this match, and what grade would you have given it? This match sucked ass, and I would give it a fucking F. <laughs> this was fucking terrible. I was on a fucking terrible. Right. And the only thing I did, the only thing I did like about the match, you get to play along with this fucking bullshit ass storyline you're doing Seth Rollins. At least Mac McIntyre focused on his back during the match. What I thought was pretty cool to, you know, stay in line with what they're doing. But the match was fucking terrible. I'm talking about sucked ass all day. I, I don't disagree. Um, uh, what grade would you give it, Kurt? F. Okay. Can um, we give it F plus? Is that the possible grade, hey, F plus? Hey, you, can give it, you can give it a plus if you want. F pl- fucking plus. We, we fucking make terrible. our own rules in this motherfucker. Um, yeah. What do you think about this one, Brandon? And what grade would you I, give it? I didn't like it either. Okay. What about a grade? I give it a, I give it a, uh, I, I, I'll give it a, I didn't like it either. I kind of tuned it out. I, I didn't like it either. Um, to, to keep with that theme, um, I didn't grade it as hard as you guys did. I would probably give it a D, but I, I definitely disagree with an A minus. Um, the only thing that I liked about this, and it wasn't even to do with the match itself. The only thing I liked about it is how Rhea Ripley looked at him and shook her head in the back when he was sitting on the fence. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. I said, well, damn. Come on, look. I, I, you know, if, you, if you've ever got that look before, you know why I thought that shit was funny. Yes. That was funny. <laughs> next up next up was uh, Nia Jax taking on Zoe Stark. 
versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley. Um, as I said, thank you, Saudi Arabia, for um, cat suits. Um, but I love how Shayna Baszler was like, fuck that. I'm wearing my gi. <laughs> I love yep. the, the, the fuck that attitude. And then I don't know that that's what went behind it, but I just imagine Shayna Baszler being who she is, being like, fuck that. I'm wearing my gi. Um, but uh, it was for the SmackDown, SmackDown Women's, I don't know why I said it like that, but for the SmackDown Women's World Championship, the winner was the Eradicator, Rhea Ripley. They gave this match a B, Bleacher Report did. I would give it an A. Um, and and that's, that says a lot for me because it was a, a five-person match. The only thing I really disliked was Rhea Ripley's ent- entrance. And it had nothing to do with uh, the the people coming out onto the ramp. It's for how long it took. Um, so, what did you think about this match, Brandon? And what grade would you have given it? Uh, the match actually ended up being better than what I thought it was going to be. So I gave it a B minus. Okay. It was, it was just a lot. It was just a lot going on. But it had ended up being a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. I think all the women in that match. I think they 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 they, they worked pretty hard and they did their thing. So. Yes. I'd give it a B minus. And, uh, you know, I, I may give it an A minus simply because we didn't get to see Raquel Rodriguez's bat. <laughs> wow. Um, Kurt, what did you think about this match and what grade would you have given it? I'll give it a C. I thought all the ladies looked good um, in their attire. I will say that. But I didn't, I didn't, just the way it unfolded, I didn't like it. I'll give it a C. Okay. And I definitely did. I definitely did not like how Rhea Ripley, her appearance, with the makeup in her face, I didn't like any of that at all. Yeah, None yeah. of. Them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was different. I don't. I don't know why. It, 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 why it, it, it was all right with me. I don't know why they did that. I, yeah. I didn't like that not one bit. Not one it was, bit. It was. It was all right with me. Yeah, I, I but think, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a C. I think the the atmosphere and and all that in Saudi Arabia may have played a part in that. Um, I don't. I didn't like that. So even time. with the, so I don't even with the face paint, her eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why would y'all do that now? Yeah, I, I you, you, you've never did it in the, in the, in the past. Why do it now? Hey, I'm different, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so next up is John Cena taking on Solo Sokoa. Speaking of ring attire, Solo had some uh, spiffy new ring attire for for this match. Uh, the winner was Solo Sokoa. Bleacher Report gave this a C. Um. I personally didn't like this match. Um, I didn't think I was going to like this match going into it simply because John Cena is not what he used to be. And that's, that's no knock on John Cena. He's been doing this forever. That's not a knock on him whatsoever. Um, I just didn't see this being a match that would have been really all that exciting. Uh, Like I said, because John Cena can't do what he used to, in my opinion, um, and Solo is just not that type of explosive re- wrestler. He's a brawler. He's more slow and plotting. Um, again, that's not a that's not a knock. That's just his style. Um, I probably would have probably would have given this a D in my opinion, especially because I thought Cena would win. Um, now, maybe Cena doesn't need to win at this point in his career. But I thought with all the fanfare they made about him, I've had a thousand days or whatever without a win. I thought he was going to win this one. Um, Kurt, what'd you think about that match? And, and what grade would you have given it? I'll give it a D. Um, went way too long. Way too long. Agreed. 
and for the, for the love of fucking God, if anybody is trying <laughs> you know to fucking friend, uh, if anybody is his friend, if anybody, y'all really love him, please have him cut his fucking hair. The ball spot <laughs> is too fucking big. It's, you, you can't miss it. Me and my mother-in-law sitting here, and I'm like, do you see what's going on? <laughs> oh my god hey that's my mama that's that's my mama y'all oh my like, god she was like, yes, i can't I believe i wasn't she was like, i can't believe i wasn't in the room for that oh my god <laughs> she watched the whole she watched the whole pay-per-view with she sat down here saturday she watched the whole pay-per-view with really yeah she said right here and, tell you. and i, I wish i had I wish I had a mic to record it because it was pricey. Y'all should have told me. I'd have, it was, I it was personally pricey. came that. I'd have personally came down to Riverdale to see that. Oh my god! Some of the comments, hey, some of the oh comments I just sat there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe y'all should have told me. I'd have personally came down there just to hey, sit man. and listen to that. Made oh my, my god. Made shout my out to Mom. Shout out to Mom. I can't remember the last time Mom, because Mom used to sit down and watch wrestling with me at least sometimes. And she'd be Made over my, there saying whatever it is she got to say. I can't sit here and tell you the last time she sat and watched wrestling. Oh my. I can't believe I missed it. Oh my god. <laughs> so, Brandon, with that, said, with that said, knowing that you missed out on that treat, um, Man, what do you think about the match, and what grade would you have given it? I'll give it a D, and whatever y'all said is pretty much my same sentiments, and that's it. Let's move on. All right. Next up, we have Logan Paul taking on Rey Mysterio for the WWE United States Championship that I think should still be around the waist of uh, Austin Theory. I don't think they ever should have took that, that belt off him, in my opinion. But the winner was Logan Paul. Bleacher Report gave this match a B plus. Um, I actually enjoyed this match. Um, Logan Paul has uh, say what you want to say about his his personality and all that outside of WWE. Logan Paul, in my opinion, has done nothing but but showed up if each and every time he's been in the ring for WWE. He's produced each and every time he's been in the ring for WWE. And I kind of thought this is where they were going with the with the title switch. Um, it'll be interesting to see who they have to challenge Logan Paul going forward and if this means that Logan Paul will be um, on WWE TV more often. Um, as far as the, the the grade goes, I think I said this, but I would agree with Bleacher, Bleacher Report's grade of B+. I like the match, and I'm, I'm interested in seeing where they go with Logan Paul as champ. Um, we had a... a well, myself and uh, Adam, who's a, a fan of the show, friend of the show, um, he and I had a little bit of a discussion on the uh, Facebook page about the, the spot in the match where Ray went to do the backflip off the ropes and Logan Paul had to move forward and get down on his knees to catch Ray to keep Ray from hitting the mat. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of wrestling news sites are are playing this as Logan Paul saved Ray Mysterio from a career-ending injury. I didn't see it that way, but I did think I did think that it was Logan Paul saving him from maybe not getting enough spring off the ropes, enough air, or whatever. Um, Adam uh, gave me his his thoughts on it, saying that he thought that it was Logan being too far back 
and um, he he realized at the point Ray was flipping that Ray wasn't going to make it and move forward to catch him. And you can also see Ray putting his hands down um, to kind of brace for that impact. But great catch, regardless of how or why it happened, great catch, great adjustment by Logan Paul, and turned it into a good-looking move, in my opinion. So, Brandon, what did you think about Logan Paul and Ray Mysterio, and what grade would you give the match? I give the match a B. I did not think that Logan Paul was going to win that damn match. <laughs> I just didn't think it was going to happen, but he won. So kudos to him because, you know, he – I can't think of another wrestler besides maybe Kurt Angle that came into the wrestling business and picked everything up as quick as he did. And, um, you know, and I, you know, hey, you know, but, you know, about is happening. Like, no – Nobody wrestles a perfect match every night. Right. Shit happens or whatever. And for them to, you know, kind of, because I didn't catch it at first until people were saying it later. And for them to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and for them to, you know, just to, to pull that thing off almost like as if nobody was, like nothing even happened and all that and pull that off, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was pretty cool. I think, you know, I think, I think Logan Paul, if he decides to like take it like on full time, I think Logan Paul would be a major player. Major, so kudos to them. People, um, I get, I get, I, I get the match with me. That's okay. it. And what about you, Kurt? What did you think about the match between uh, Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio? And what would be your grade? I'll give it a C because there was another spot in this match where I thought it was a a, a botch, but I can't remember where it was that. Let me. Let, I'll give it a C. Let me ask: Was it the spot where he had Ray um, on the on the middle rope and he did the back flip with the slam? I think so. That's, I think so. I, I thought I think that too. So. I, thought I think I might have missed. I think I, yeah, I, I, I think, think I missed so. that one. I think that those are the only reasons. But I think um, Logan Paul is a, is a star in the making. I think he's a star in the making. Um, I, I figured they was gonna put the title on him, but he's a star in the making. And whenever he just really did, and he he's making so much money right now, I don't blame him for not trying to dedicate so much time to WWE. But if he does, and however they try to choose to use him. He is a star in the make. He is a definite star in the make. I see he reminds me, he put me into the light of um, Seth Rollins and a mixture of, uh, what's the one dude that he's been around forever from MTV? Um, I'm trying to think of anybody. Seth Rollins and been around forever on TV. I'm not sure, Kurt. From from MTV, um, the one that's got the wife, that's got the show. What's his goddamn name? It's a wrestler. Yeah, he's been on with WWE forever. The Miz. The Miz. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that's and that to me that's a compliment. Um, that's a huge yeah, compliment yeah, actually. Yeah. So. He put me. He put me in the lights of them. Okay. All right. But he he's a star in the make. Star in the make. I um, yeah. I, I there's there's things that Logan Paul has done outside of WWE that I'm not a huge fan of, but in in terms of just his wrestling stuff, I mean, I, I'm with Kurt. I, I think he's got that it factor, um, and yeah. I'm also with with Brandon that yeah. you're going to be hard pressed to find anybody that came into wrestling that late in the game and just took right up with it. Um, he brought up Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was the poster child for that. But Kurt Angle had 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 
uh, a wrestling history in in the sense of amateur wrestling or Roman Greco wrestling. Um, to my knowledge, I don't I don't know that uh, Logan Paul has any wrestling experience. Um, but he, he but he's just very his. I mean, cut y'all, but his just athleticism is like yes. just through the roof. Kurt and the thing with Kurt was even okay. Yeah, he's a Greco Roman wrestler, but how many of them actually have the personality? Dan Severn. You know what I'm saying? And, and, Kurt, and Kurt came and, and, and Kurt came in with like the personality. He knew how to sell, like because you would never been able to tell like Kurt wasn't wrestling, like wrestling as a sports entertainer for years before the end because he was just an Olympic wrestler a couple years before he debuted. So Kurt was like, one thing I can't lose. <laughs> Kurt was like, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on that with you, buddy. Kurt was fucking hilarious. Um. The next man yeah, was, yeah. uh, was one that I was actually looking very forward to. Uh, Bianca Belair taking on EO Sky for the Raw Women's World Championship. Once again, thank you, Saudi Arabia, for the cat suits. Um, the winner, though, I was not expecting. Um, I thought Bianca Belair would, would win the match and take the title back, but EO Sky is the winner. Uh, Bleacher Report gave this a B minus. Um, I would probably settle at a solid B. Um, I thought this was a good match. I think some of the outside interference is, is what took it away from being an A to me. Um, but I will say I like the disco ball Bailey look. Um, <laughs> and then we had, <laughs> and then we had the return of, um, why am I thinking of the AEW woman? It's not that it's not. Oh, God damn. Who returned, guys? Help me out. Help me out, Hill Club. Kyrie Sane. Thank you. I was thinking of a Karushida. I don't know why, but I was. Because uh, they look the same, like mm-hmm. little goddamn little kids. They look the exact same. <laughs> so she came back, so it, it looks like there is uh, dissension in the ranks for uh, for Bailey uh, and uh, and EO Sky and Nikki Cross. Um, damage control. Um, Hill Club, uh, credit to him, said that uh, it looks like they're bringing back uh, a a faction that she was a part of previously. She being EO Sky was a part of previously. Um, doing some more reading off what Hill Club provided, uh, I think it was called Black Lotus or something like that, but uh, doing a little bit of research off what Hill Club provided – um, I don't know that, that WWE can call them Black Lotus, but it looks like that's the direction they're going. I I vaguely remember Black Lotus from Lucha Underground, and I shudder at the thought of Lucha Underground. Um, if y'all never saw that show, you're better off for not having seen that show. Um, some great wrestlers went through there. Well, good wrestlers went through there, but it wasn't a good show. Anyway, Kurt, what would you give this match uh, for a rating, and what did you think about the match? I'll uh, I'll give it a C. I wasn't impressed at all, and I thought the ending was the finish was terrible. I didn't like that shit at all. She like a little kid. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing out here? We'll see yeah, where they sucked. go with that. Um, Brandon, what did you think about uh, what did you think about the match, and what would you give it uh, for a grade? I give it a C. Um, I don't know. I just wasn't into it. Okay. Okay. I mean, I didn't expect to see Kari Sane to debut. 
Because, you know, I said somebody's going to debut. I think it was going to be Kari Zane. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be somebody you, else. You mentioned uh, Jade Cargill. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, this has been, this has been a perfect time to do it, but then yeah, stuff is nah. building or whatever. We're going towards Survivor Series. Nah. She got to come, she got to come on sooner or later. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it, it, you know. Yeah, this paper even not big enough for her to, I, I, a and, I, and, I, and I get that. I get that. I get, I, big, I totally get paper. that. I, I totally get that 100%. And I don't know. Hell, it might be in Chicago. We'll see. And, and I'm going to be the disgusting male chauvinist pig right now and say, could you imagine? Jade Cargill in a cat suit. Oh my god. I ain't got a message. This picture's out there with her in the cat suit. Oh man. All right. So moving on. Uh, Damian Priest taking on Cody Rhodes. Um, let's back up for just a minute with Damian Priest. He tried to cash in. And I was hyped for it. <laughs> and then that little fucker. I knew that I knew, I knew that shit wasn't going down. I knew yeah, that shit that wasn't going down. I know that shit was going down. And that little fucker, Sami Zayn, showed up and ruined everything. Um, I knew that shit was going down. I'm glad he did. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic, too. Um, He officially handed it in to cash in, but Sami Zayn grabbed it and ran off with it. So where does that leave? the Now, me being me, yes, I know he still has it. He'll still be able to cash it in at some point, or at least that's what I think. But, um... It was a little, kind of like a little, little bone they throwed you. Throw, easy for me to say. Let's back up once again. A little bone that they threw us to uh, set up something between uh, Damian Priest and Sami Zayn. Um, but in this match, Priest taking on Rose. Winner was Cody Rhodes, which I didn't, I didn't see it coming. But I thought Priest would win because of interference, not a clean victory. Because I, right at this juncture, I don't think Cody could—I don't want to say couldn't recover from, but I don't think it would be smart to beat him clean right now. But I also don't think it was smart to beat Priest clean right now. Um, I like the match uh, as far as the action. Um, I am getting a little tired of seeing Cody doing his backwards jump into the Cody cutter off the ropes. The shit's predictable. And I wish somebody would tackle him in the back when he does it. Um, I, I hate that move as much as Kurt hates the finisher, the, the crossroads. Um, so, and you know, I watched him do that crossroads about four or five times. I sit back here laughing. Cause I'm like, my brother-in-law Kurt's is probably, probably punching the TV, TV right, right now. now. And I, I, was, I, was, I was cussing every time he did. <laughs> and I know, and I, and I, and I, I, didn't, I didn't know that you watched the wrestling with my mama. So I'm just like, seeing them two just sit right there and talk shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm cussing Oh my, every time. I'm so mad. You know what? I have an idea. Like, when Uh-oh. they do the Royal Rumble or something, I need to come to y'all house and just put on wrestling that night. We can do I'm it. I'm finna watch wrestling. Yeah, we need we to do can that. Do it. We're gonna do we, it. It's Saturday night. We need to do that. Cause I'm just <laughs> like, we're gonna do you it. Know, they, they already told me. I just need. I need to see this for myself. Yep. <laughs> um. So, Brandon, what did you think about the match between Damian Priest and Cody Rhodes, and um, what sort of grade would you give? I don't have a grade. It was all right. That was it. I don't really have a grade. I didn't grade it. It was. It was all right. Okay. I didn't. That, that, that was just a match. I didn't really care to see anyway. It was predictable. I knew who was going to win. Knew all the moves. Once again, Cody was doing the moves. No, sitting back here. I'm sitting back here laughing because I'm like, my brother-in-law is somewhere punching the TV right now. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt is somewhere grumbling, really, really loud yeah. right now. 
And, I, and every time I look at it, I'm like, that move really don't look like it hurt. It just look like you it don't. Spin cycle it don't. Watch some shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why it pissed me off. It's, it's like like you, it's like you get put through the spin cycle on the washing machine. You see, you just get up and you dizzy. Now, now, you, now you get it. Now you get it. Now you get it. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I never thought the move hurt in the first place, but I just, you know, I mean, I don't pay shit no attention like that. Unless it's like really it important. Pisses, it pisses me off. Like, but you know, this, this, but look, listen, this is, this is how I carpet, this is how I compartmentalize stuff. I don't pay shit no attention unless it's like life or death. But like, but 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 now, but yesterday, because yesterday was my official day off. I didn't do a god dog on things. So I said, I'm gonna sit here and watch this damn Cody cutter. <laughs> and when I looked at it, I was like, I see what Kurt talking about. <laughs> w. <laughs> yeah, Kurt. So I, yeah, I, I, I totally get it. <laughs> what did you think about the match and uh what grade would you give it and please please give us a, a critique of the cody cutter i give it a c and that cody cutter is bullshit that's just like you know just throwing your kids up in the air and just having fun with them cody. while they laugh <laughs> cody better off just doing a regular ddt but i will say this right here um i i do think cody should have won clean because they they're building them up to go against raymond I mean, Roman, I'm sorry. And I don't think it hurts Damien at all because Damien, he won the money in the bank. So him losing doesn't hurt him at all. He still mm-hmm. won the money. He beat everybody to get the money in the bank title. I mean, the briefcase. So it doesn't hurt him at all. Yeah, he's, he's a tag team champion. Yeah, yeah and a tag team champion. He loses. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up um, – the fact that we we are foreseeing Cody Rhodes taking on Roman Reigns, um, presumably at WrestleMania, um, I, I just had a thought, and I don't even I don't have an opinion on it one way or the other. It was just a thought. But do you think shit is just like too obvious right now of what is going to happen at WrestleMania, specifically yes. involving those two? Yes. And and that. The the one opinion I will give of it of my own thought is that's a problem. Absolutely, um, because it's more or less it's like that that kills, in my opinion at least, kills anticipation for WrestleMania. So they need to do something <coughs> to 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 kick up some sort of dust and confusion with regards to uh, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. And when I say confusion, organized, planned confusion. Because right as of right now, it's it's plain as day to see what's going to happen. So the thing about it is, you have a you have so much time to, if we can figure it out right now, they can go back and redo it to make it where it's not so obvious and be a better storyline to where it'll be better. So I'm not going to say oh, they wow. back themselves in a hole because it's time to dig themselves out of a hole. But you know they mm-hmm. got to start doing it now. Okay. So it's not time to panic. They can. They, that's something they can fix. All right. Just, yeah, like I said, just kind of a fleeting thought I had last night watching that match. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Um, next up is the main event, taking uh, Roman Reigns and putting him against L.A. Knight. I don't know why I segued like that, but um, 
It was for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. The winner, predictably so, um, and, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, uh, was Roman Reigns. He retains his title, and the streak continues. Feature Report gave this a B. I would, I would probably agree um, with Feature Report on that grade. Um, I don't really have much to add to it. It was an okay match. I'm going to say something that is going to be, I think, insanely unpopular, maybe with you two, but especially probably with some of the listeners. I'm not a huge L.A. Knight fan. Um, I, he's and, and there's really not a good – I think, yeah, there's really not a good reason. Um, he's good in the ring. I think I just hate the, yeah, um, I've been hearing that shit for like 15 years now, and I hate it. Probably as much as I hate the I'm, I'm the hookup. Big Papa pumps the hookup. Holler if you hear me. Um, I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. Oh God, I got I just got tired of. It. Oh, okay. I, I'll take <clears throat> Scott's out of there and put Rick's in there. If you don't like me, bite me. Something like that. Whatever you said. Anyway, um, but that said, it wasn't. It was a good match. Um, I, I agree with the grade that Bleacher Report gave it. So I really don't have anything more to add to it. Um. I will say to Jimmy Uso, when you do these run-ins and you're talking to your teammate or whatever, stop looking behind you, anticipating what's supposed to happen. Just let it happen, bro. It's the little things, man. You look back trying to figure out when LA Knight was going to hit you at least 50 times. Not literally, but it's the little things for me, man. Um, Kurt, what did you think about this match, and what grade would you give it? Uh, I'll give it a C, but I and I'm not an LA Knight fan at all. But I I just wanted to congratulate him on coming from NWA to where he is now, or even Impact, and then you know to where he is now. And, and I take right. my hat off to him. I take my hat off to him because he put a lot of work in, mm-hmm. and for the fans to buy into what he was doing, you know he did he did something good. So I, I take my hat off to him on that. I don't like the yes shit either, but he did a lot of hard work, and it's paying off for him now. It's paying off for him now. And you know, I, I, I cannot disagree with any of what you just said. Um, and it just popped in my head. I, w- I want to say, like, one of the funniest things I've heard Roman Reigns say is that L.A. Knight <laughs> looked like a redneck version of his cousin. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> That was fucking hilarious. Oh, God. That was fucking hilarious. He went oh, there. my God. I did not expect to hear you it. sure did. And it caught me way off guard. You sure right? did. I didn't even laugh initially. I was just mad. I'm saying it. And then I started No, nah, it was one of them. It, it was one of them when your mouth hit the floor. <laughs> and you was like, you know what? He ain't lying. Like, <laughs> you just look like a redneck version of my cousin. Oh, yep. Man. Damn. Roman did. But Roman, Roman is funny, man. Roman is hilarious. Roman is hilarious. So, Brandon, with, with Redneck Cousin said, um, <laughs> what did you think about this match, and what grade would you give it? I gave it a C, and my sentiments with Kurt, just congratulations to um, L.A. Knight on just, he went out there and just did his shit, man. Like, he really did. Fans are behind him. Because we have to realize sometimes, like, we, there are a generation of fans who don't know. They haven't seen what we've seen. Yeah. So some of this stuff is new to them. Fair, fair and we can look back at And we can look back at it and say, the Rock and Stone Cold, this was them. 
You know what I'm saying? You go back and look at all this shit. This was them. But to them, it's brand new. They've never heard it before. So I just got to take my hats off to him. And, you know, he, he believed in himself and he got to a main event with the world heavyweight champion. Now, is this going to sustain for a long time? We don't know. But um, my hats off to him. Like, you know, when that, when that, when that music hit, that crowd would come unglued and you just shit. <laughs> hey, do your thing, brother. You know what I'm saying? So, congratulations to him. Um, of course, I know they're not pin the lit. I would not be surprised if they let Roman Reigns surpass Hulk Hogan because he only has to do this for another year to surpass Hulk Hogan. It's being like the second longest champion, then he got to pass Bruno. Well, if um, if I would not, I would not, hold on, I would not be shocked if the WWE did this particular streak. The same way they're doing Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania. I would not be shocked at all. I'm I'm not opposed to that. The problem with that is that if he continues, that means that Cody loses again at WrestleMania. Well. And I think if you do that, you But that's if, if but that's last, if last year. I think if you that's do it if Cody, in a row, that's if Cody goes to WrestleMania a second year in a row. Because say for instance, okay, Cody don't win the Royal Rumble. He don't get a championship match at WrestleMania this year. He's doing something else. Okay. He only has to pay, he only has to pass Hogan for another year. So by the time that next WrestleMania ro- rolls around, Roman Reigns would have been done past Hogan. He's trying to catch Bruno now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that that would make for a compelling storyline. Because nobody, in, especially in modern day history, nobody has been champion this long that I can think of. Nobody. So this is like really unprecedented. And if he's able to keep it going, let's see if he, let's see if he can pass Hogan first. And if he pass Hogan, nah. Hogan will let's come out. See. Hogan will come out and come up with something to say he was champion for like six thousand days. Man, Hogan gonna give us a soundbite. We're gonna sit back and Hogan's laugh at it and be like, still champion. No, nah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, gonna come out with a soundbite. We're gonna sit back and laugh at like, yeah, you that you that you that. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's let's get ready to move on because we only got about ten minutes left. Um, he gonna be like he gonna be like he gonna be like you that uncle. At, he gonna be like you that uncle at the cookout that um that you know they always lie. Y'all there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think Brand Brandon cut out. Yeah, his his mic is on gray, but. Uh, Bleacher Report gave the overall show a B minus. I would probably agree with that. Um, either a C or a B minus. Um, I'm not mad at either one. What uh, What would you rate the show, Kurt? I'll give it a D. I wasn't impressed at all. I didn't think anything was that insane to me. I was I was kind of disappointed to tell you the truth. Okay. But I thought the last Crown um, Jewel was better, so I'll give it a D. All right. Uh, Brandon said he will be right back. Um, Hill Club. I would like to extend an invitation to you to join us as we get ready to go over these uh, predictions, Um, even though you and I didn't fare so well. (laughs) Uh, But but, uh, I would like to uh, invite you to come on the show. So uh, send a request, and I'll get you on here, and we'll talk about these these predictions to close out the show. And uh, Brandon should be back in just a second. Friday? 
Hill Club, are you still with us? What happened? I'm I'm trying to see. I was trying to invite Hill Club on to uh, discuss these predictions with us since he was involved with that, but I'm not. I don't see him. Yeah, I don't see him. I see that he's still in the chat, but. All right. So, well, being that we only got roughly eight minutes left, let's go ahead and get into this. Um, (laughs) We had a first, ladies and gentlemen. Um, As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we had a perfect game with regards to these predictions. But I'm going to start at the bottom first and work our way up. At the bottom of the uh, prediction pool is myself and Hill Club. We predicted four out of eight matches correctly. So we got a score of 50%. Coming in at the second spot is beautiful Brandon himself with a... uh, Goddamn right. (laughs) With uh, predicting six out of eight matches correct at 75%. And ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, we want to say congratulations to Kurt for pitching the perfect game. He guessed eight out of eight correctly with 100% accuracy. I ain't shocked at all. <laughs> I ain't shocked at all. Man, I was shocked. when No, I, I didn't do it last night. I sat down and did it earlier this afternoon. And as I just kept, you know, because when I when I do the, the chart, I mark it green for, you know, the right choice, red for the wrong choice. Yes. And all of a sudden, I noticed, I'm like, shit, there's a lot of green on Kurt's side. <laughs> and then I got down, I'm like, shit, he can. And, and I even went back to double check myself. Not that I didn't think you could do that, but it's we never had it happen. So I wanted to make sure my shit was accurate. Um. So, yeah, man, you got 100%. You guessed every match correctly. So kudos to you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. (laughs) So we'll continue to do these uh, as uh, the year goes on, ladies and gentlemen. It's very fun. It's a little bit of a friendly competition between us. So right now what I want to do before we close out the show is just remind you all that we are coming up on uh, the end of 2023. And if you remember a few shows back, we discussed our plans for the end of 2023 going into 2024 uh some changes that are going to be be happening and uh all that sort of stuff so we just want to take this this opportunity to remind you at the end of the show our last show for 2023 and and fellas correct me if i'm wrong i may be getting the dates wrong but our final show for 2023 will be november the 18th And then we will be returning to air the very first Saturday in January, January the 6th. Boy, that's a day that's going to live in infamy. But uh, so just be aware (laughs) that we've got, what's today? Today is the 5th. So we've got, well, next week. No, I'm sorry. We got two weeks. Two weeks. We got got Uh, two weeks and we'll be closing out the year. And what, what I've, plan to do um starting in january i'm also going to call 2024 season two and i'm going to start labeling the episodes um i think that'll help some people uh, me myself um personally but a lot of other people 
think it'll help find some of the episodes. I think it'll help maybe curb some possible or potential confusion. So uh, just be aware, folks. We only got two more shows left in the year 2023. Then myself, Kurt, and Brandon are going to take a, a hiatus to spend the holidays with our families and uh, get together ourselves and talk about some of these changes that we plan on making and when we want to put things in into place and how we want to do it to make it more of a uh, uh, better flowing show. Um, but it just so I do want to make. I do want to say something. We might want to call it an audible because I do think we want to do um, Survivor Series and then call just, it. Call yeah, it I was here. just, I was just about to say that. So what I was I thinking think we was Survivor Series and then come back in twenty twenty four. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I was going. What I was thinking was maybe for Survivor Series, maybe we could do a live or something. Absolutely. I'm with this. Just do a live for survive. We do a live for survivor series. We make up our official show, you know, the last official show, the official show, and then we do a live for survivor series, and then after yeah. the live for survivor series, that'd be it because you know it's a whole yeah. lot that might go down for this survivor series. Absolutely. And then, and then on top of that, we also know after survivor series, that's when you know shit kind of slow down. So, Brandon, yeah. Brandon, I don't want you to get a case of the big head, but that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. <laughs> so just know folks. I'm, I'm, I'm known I'm known to come up with good ideas <laughs> I'm known to do that folks just know that uh, <clears throat> it, it, we're going to say we're going to set it in stone now that is what we're going to do we're going to end the show with a uh, a live broadcast as we watch Survivor Series and just know folks that we're going to have to break that show up into two parts um, we'll take an intermission we don't have to worry about pausing anything we'll just take like a five minute intermission and come back for part two of survivor series. Um, but I think that'll be a very, very good way to, to round out the year. Um, Hill club will have you on for that entire episode. If you like, if, if there's no issues with that, um, Hill club will have you on for that entire episode. He already said, he already said he's in. So (laughs) Hey, look, absolutely. Let's do it. And what what we'll try to do as well is during that show, um, also set up a Facebook uh, chat, a group chat for people to chime in. And (coughs) from now until then, we'll make a big deal of it, promote it, and all of that stuff. So yeah. um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. With that being said, we are about three minutes uh, away from running out of time. So, Brandon, uh, what would you like to say to the Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls out there listening to the show. Hey, y'all. Have a good week. It's two weeks before Thanksgiving. Have a good week. That's it. Be blessed. All right, Kurt. What about you, man? I hope your um, college team won yesterday. I hope your NFL team won today. Stay <laughs> safe. Have a good evening. Um, enjoy the week next week, and let's get ready for these holidays coming up. And be safe. All right, everybody. I um, I really don't have anything to add to that. Um, have a great week. Have a, uh, a fantastic holiday season. Of course, we'll talk to you before that. Um, but just be safe and remember, folks. There's, I'm not gonna get too deep here, but there, there's a lot of um, just hatred in the world right now. Be love and give love, man. That's all I gotta say. Um, be love and give love and help somebody out. So, with that being said, Kurt. If you wouldn't mind sending us out of here, we will see you all again next week.
Peace. Peace. Peace.